ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fig Cave here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. We're about to get started here. Big episode, lots of news, AEW, WWE, we got the Super Bowl this weekend, and we have a great guest. We got Dan Turnquist, uh, maybe the preeminent figure belt maker uh, right now, uh, doing some great work. Uh, but for, speaking of great work, let's get on my, my co-host, Nick Thompson, up in Connecticut. All right, my one and only co-host, Nikki Thompson, up in Connecticut. What's up, bro? What's going on? What's up, dude? How are you, man? Not too bad, man. I uh, I cannot complain. I've had a pretty busy week, but uh, it's almost over, which is nice. And uh, Super Bowls this weekend, I'm, I'm pretty pumped for the weekend. What about you? Yeah, yeah. Super, what do we got? Super Bowl. Eagles, Chiefs. You got a who? Are you, who are you calling? What are you, are you making your pick now? Man, I, I don't hate either of these teams, but I really hate um, Patrick Mahomes' wife and his uh, his little bitch ass brother. So I'm gonna. Yeah, go, they're I'm, tough to get. They're tough to get around, man. Yes. They're, they're... I have no problem with him as a quarterback. I think he's great. I don't think he's a shit talker or, or a crybaby. I think he's probably the best we have in the league. You know, right now. So yeah, he's just out there doing it. You know. Yeah, and I don't really like Philly fans either, but I'm gonna have to pull for the Philly. I mean, the Eagles. Fans. <sighs> My uncle is like lifelong. Has the old you know 80s eagle logo on his shoulder and i want him to you know i'd love to see him get another another ring for him well you know as a fan yeah. uh but they're yeah philly fans are pretty terrible as evidenced by barstool in the last week or so yeah i mean they, they don't they don't hide their uh you know love or hate i mean i went to a i don't know if i've ever told you that story when i worked at the redskins we took like a bus up to like a monday night football game we played the redskins played the eagles and i you know i don't give a shit about the redskins i had just worked there at the time but i was wearing a chris cooley jersey and i mean people would just get right in your face like an inch from your face like yelling at me like as soon as we were like walking through the parking lot and just booze because we're like seven or eight people all wearing redskins shit and uh you know but they're you know they're into it you know i didn't say a word back you know if it was the ravens and i had some beers in me i probably would have said some some choice words back but I didn't care what they were saying about the team. I was, you know, I was just getting paid by the Redskins at that point. Yeah, I don't know about these uh, Eagles. I I never thought they were that bad. And you meet them, and you're like, wow, you're you guys are pretty terrible. It's right there with uh, <laughs> yeah, Pats fans. Pats fans are are just some of the worst people. Sorry, Sliny. Yeah, sorry, dude. He he's but, he's one of the good ones. And uh, I don't know. We've never seen him at a game, man. He might be the guy that chirps forty five points up. You know. True. Yeah, I feel like that their fans are like now that Tom Brady's gone, they've kind of like cooled off as far as like talking shit, you know. New England fans just in general just got so arrogant winning the you know the Pats, oh, yeah. the Sox oh, yeah. coming around. Yeah. Celtics got some. It Bruins at the I mean it's it's a championship town, but they just got so arrogant with it that they ruined it for themselves. Uh we got some really good shit up on our uh YouTube page. I've been posting I mean I've been posting some videos on there. I did the, the retro unboxing, Nick Thompson. I did the uh, the Kane ring unboxing. And then I started this series of videos of I collected one figure of all my favorite childhood characters, whether it was yes. comic yep. books or TV shows or wrestlers. And uh, I just posted the first one up there. It was a Mattel Legends uh, Punisher. And the cool thing about these videos, if, uh, if anybody I, – I don't really collect anything but wrestling figures. So I was unboxing – um, you know, Hasbro figures and and all kinds of different companies, Super Seven, all these other things, and um, I've never played with or opened any of these figures. I don't even open wrestling figures for the most part, so it was cool to kind of like feel 
uh, different companies' figures and see how the heads pop on and off and what I liked about them and what I didn't like about them and all that kind of stuff, the different kinds of packaging, and I go through why I was a fan of them and all that stuff. So those will be posted you know, a couple a week over the next two or three weeks. So check out our YouTube page. I'm actually thinking about trying to find someone. So if you listen to, to our podcast and you find that you – open a lot of figures because me and nick don't really open our figures we buy a lot nick but we don't we don't open a lot so we need someone uh, i try to think of somebody in the fig cave group right now in our facebook group that opens figures that would want to come on and post some videos and do some unboxings for us because i would do them all day every day i just it's not too like you said one time it's not too interesting to watch us open a box from ringside or something because we just basically open them and just sit them on the shelf. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah, you know, I can't give it too, unfortunately. too much detail. So if you're listening to this and you feel like, Hey, I, I ordered a lot of stuff, you know, from ringside and I'm always figure hunting. We'd love to have you be a part of the team and uh, contribute some YouTube, uh, unboxing videos. And, uh, you know, we'll pay you some shekels if we can, but, uh, shoot us uh, a DM. We are fi- uh, cave fig on Twitter. It's the fig cave on, uh, Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, you can follow our guest tonight on Instagram, it's turnquist underscore fig underscore belts. That's T U R N turn and then Q U I S T. He is now probably uh, the most known figure belt maker uh, on the interwebs. Uh, without further ado, let's 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 get Dan on the line and welcome in and ask him some questions. All right, finally getting on. We've been trying to get this guy on the podcast for a while. Um, he is now, I feel like, one of the best f- folks to follow on Instagram because he offers something that you can't get from anybody else. It's Dan Turnquist, Turnquist underscore fig underscore belts. Dan, welcome to the Fig Cave. We are happy to have you on, brother. Thank you very much, guys. Happy to be here. Uh, tell awesome. tell the, the people how you got into it. So you're you're a you're a figure belt maker. Uh, we know we've talked about forbidden figurines. She was making belts for a while. She's kind of off the scene. And I forget which group, or maybe it was our fa- Facebook group or, or something else, but somebody turned us on to your page. Uh, we've been following you ever since. You do really great work. But how, how did you get into making belts for figures? It seems a pretty niche kind of a uh, hobby. It, yeah, it is. So basically the way it started was I, uh, I, I'm i an indie. Well, I don't know. I just made a return to indie wrestling. I'm not, I don't consider myself an indie wrestler really anymore. But I made a custom fig of myself. Um, and I had an indie championship belt that I won and I was like, I really want a fig belt of this. And I'm an engineer by day. So I do CAD design and everything like all day. It's my day job. And I already had 3d printers because I build, you know, different widgets and and work with 3d printers in my job, all kinds of stuff. So I was like, I bet I could 3d print a belt. And, uh, so I sat down and I started just messing with it and I ended up making the, making the belt and I posted in a group, you know, and it's like, no one cares about the fig everyone's like man where'd you get that belt and i'm like oh yeah i made it for my custom they're like that's really cool could you make the in wa tv title i'm like uh probably so i sit down make it you know and then that guy posts it and 10 more people are like hey man can you make the exactly yeah so uh over the last two years it's just been like every time someone gets one you know they spread it to 100 more people and so and so and so yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good spreading of like word of mouth. That's, I mean, that speaks to how much people love your shit, man. I mean, I, just from seeing the pictures, I've never held one in hand. Uh, they look really legit. Um, we got a couple more questions. My my co-host Nick is going to grab the next couple here. 
Yeah, I got actually got to. Uh, I know you got some love from the major pod, uh, and you made that the show. It's the showcase title, right? The showcase belt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my buddies was at the uh, recent live show in Orlando. He grabbed it. So when I uh, went to pick up my my take from all the stuff that he picked up for me down there, I uh, I got to check it out. So it's oh, nice. really awesome, man. It's nice. yeah, it's Mr. Sapienza. Oh yeah. Uh, Tommy got the Tommy. Uh, let me check it out. So. Um, I guess so. Obviously, it's, it involves three D printing, but can you walk us through the process of uh, how how long to design or to you know to take what you know take the belts that are out there and kind of put it into what, how you need to send it to the three D printer? So uh, from like start to finish, it all depends, right? So it's basically I don't know if you guys are very familiar with like vector art, but you use vector art to build yes. image. There's a couple different ways to do it. Right. And I feel that I do it differently than a lot of the other guys do just because I'm trained in CAD modeling, not, you know, like some of these guys are, have more graphic backgrounds. Yeah. Taking like what you know and applying it to Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of sit down and I import the image and I kind of trace it out, you know, and, and, and just extrude, extrude different faces of the belts um, recently I've been able to, to use some of my like Apple pencil to help me with some of that. And I, and I work with hellfire designs a lot. He provides like killer reference images of every belt. I don't know if you guys see him. Nice. Um, but it's really just kind of like sitting down and you really are just kind of tracing the belt and you're building the shapes of the belt, you know, as like basically blocks. And then that's what makes it actual belt. And then sending it to the printers. There's, you know, I got four 3D printers that run belts, and then I have one that runs like other stuff. Uh, I have a bunch of junk, like transformers and stuff. This is a piece of like a transformer. I got wow. Ultra Magnus. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, yeah Nick. There's his legs. Nice. There you go. Nice. I have the whole, uh, Dragon Zord from Power Rangers too, but I haven't had enough time to put it together. <laughs> Can you just make the crotches from the four and a half uh, GI Joes for me? Can you just make those are all the ones that broke <laughs> growing up? Is that, so someone had a there's a Dragon Ball Z figure that I guess like one of the shoulder pads breaks a lot. I've had a lot of people ask me that. I'm like, if you give me one that's not broke, I'm sure I can wow. draw nice. it up. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. What are what are some of your or what do you think some of the best belts are like past and present? Like when you. You know, just just from watching wrestling, I'm sure you're a wrestling fan. If you're making these belts and you're you're an in ring guy, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what 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 like belts have you like stick out in your memory when you think of like wrestling belts that have been your favorite over the years? So like, I always say that my favorite belt's probably the IWGP V4, the the one that just got passed up by the really ugly one. I have a box full of both. That of new that replacement is terrible. It's I I don't get it. Like, yeah, this one. Yes. I hate this one, but I still make a ton of them just because people like it. But this one is my favorite. The one you just showed before looks like the front of like a Huffy like bike, like uh, like the plastic <laughs> that comes on the front of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing against belts by Dan. He made he made this design, but uh, it's yeah. yeah, it's not my it's not my cup of tea. It's it's like, just like, it seems like nobody sent him back to be like, all right, we're almost yeah. there. But, you know, if we yeah. could tweak this or that, they just feel like oh, that's good enough. Make it less, It'd be less like, like the, the Divas belt, please, you know. <laughs> it would be like if you went from something as like classic as the winged eagle, yeah, and you you went right to the freaking uh, where is it? I just had it in my hand, the logo belts. Oh God, just totally devoid yeah. of any kind of soul. Or... Yeah. Well, what is it? What is your uh, like as a yeah. as a wrestling fan? What is what? When did you start? Like what? It, like where did you grow up? Like what? What were you so, exposed to? 
I want to say I started watching like I'm 31, so I okay. want to say I started oh, watching right. like 97, 98. Like Austin was real big. I I always I famously tell people all the time I'm not a Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels guy, so I'm like whatever's right right after those guys being big because like Shawn wasn't even in the business when I watched and Bret was in WCW. Okay, so I'm like, oh, God, I, I'm, yeah, I'm like Bret Hart like. He's. I'm not a big Bret Hart fan, and I'm like he must seem extra bitter to not know his previous his his prior history too. I've watched WCW. his matches and stuff, especially I used to wrestle with this dude. His name was Tony Flood. He's a pretty big indie guy, but he would always talk about like he based everything he did on Bret Hart. He would talk about all these Bret Hart matches, so I had to watch a lot of them. So all the respect in the world to the guy, but like Stone Cold, Triple H, Rock, like that era is more where I started, and then. Of course, like ruthless aggression and all that stuff. And then I think I always kind of joke with guys. Like it seems like most people kind of fall out of wrestling, like in that like mid-teens age. You know, I don't know if you guys did, but it seems like when you talk to people a lot of times, yeah. they have that like yeah. you hit it real hard when you're young, and then you kind of like get into high school and like your first couple years of college, you fall out, and then you like see see something, and you're like, oh, this is this is sick. I still love wrestling. Exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. See, yeah. yeah see, I'm older, like everyone, so I. I'm older, so I peaked like right when you started watching. It was like, oh my god, I have a. I'm 16. I'm making 120 bucks a week at the grocery store. Like, <laughs> I'm loaded. I could buy a T-shirt at Hot Topic every week. Like, I, I like it's. This is a career. So yeah, you you came I, uh, in at a great time as far as like first yeah, watching for wrestling. Sure. You know, like yeah. It, go ahead. I was just say my my kid's seven and he's like thinks Omos and. Braun Strowman are like the greatest thing ever, you know. But like, no, I don't have the heart to, t- you know. I mean, he's seven. <laughs> fuck, you know. Like, um, yeah. it's not the best time, you know. There's some great other wrestlers out there, obviously, but you know, it's it's all perspective. But yeah, I mean, that was a great time in wrestling for like someone to, you know, it was just everywhere. I mean, things were things were popping off. You know, it was much watched TV on both channels. So yeah, I was never a WCW guy either. Um, the guy who trained me was a huge WCW guy. And like, I have no Goldberg nostalgia or anything like Goldberg to me was like that guy who came in and like wrestled the rocket, WrestleMania, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, you hear of, you hear of him, but you're like, wait, well, he's no yep. stone cold. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> yep. Um, see to me being older, he was to, to me, like he was the beginning of the downfall for them. So it's yeah. like, I, I, I never, I, I like what he, when he was on his streak, it was awesome. But like it, it was like, uh, I think they're spending a lot of a lot of energy on this guy, and he doesn't seem to like what he's doing. But yeah, I spent a, a ton of time when I like started wrestling and stuff like that, going back through the network and just watching like all kinds of old nitros and like a ton of really really old stuff. Because like as an indie wrestler, especially being me, you know, I'm like I'm six two, three hundred pounds, so I'm not really like gonna do most modern day wrestling. You gotta like go back and you gotta base your stuff based off of like old guys and old school dudes. So I watched a lot of like territory days and stuff like that. Cause it, it, when you're selling to a crowd, of like hundred and 200 people, they're way more interested in seeing two dudes tell a story. Like, so I made my big return over the weekend. Right. And it was like, not my return, but it was my first match back. And it was like a tag match to set up this world title match. I'm doing. And one of the guys is talking. Oh, you there? I think we, we lost you for a second there. Okay. Uh, you sorry, you, just, you froze for a second oh, just to start the story. Right, right as you're about to start telling that story, yeah. you look super okay. excited for a second to tell yeah. it. Yeah. So we're so I'm, we're sitting in the back. We're talking this match out, this tag match. First time I've wrestled in three years. Guys, like, uh, what do you want to hit for your big comeback? I'm like, you know, man, I was kind of thinking like maybe I come in, duck, duck a clothesline, hit you with like a jab, and then like a kick and an elbow. And the guys like for the hot tag. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I think you guys, you guys, am I frozen again? Uh, we can hear you. We can hear you. Hear voice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'm like, he's like, you want to do that for the hot tag? I'm like, I don't really know, man. I don't, I don't. So I'm like, how about we'll just do like a line back elbow, you know, calling a match. And then we're calling this match. He's like, what do you want to hit this other part? I was like, man, I don't got nothing to hit. I don't know. I was like, I tell me, what do you want me to hit? So he's like spine buster. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. I hit a spine buster. So I, being an indie wrestler, I, I, I love to watch like, I don't watch WWE much anymore just because it's, I don't know, I'm sick of seeing Roman Reigns be the champ for 100 years. Yeah. Like, a lot of AEW in New Japan and then, like, even MLW and stuff like that. And half the stuff those dudes do, I can't do. So, I, I'm watching a lot of older wrestling. And then some, there's some really cool stuff from WCW, like some of the Eddie Guerrero stuff and the Cruiserweight stuff oh, they yeah. did. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so I, I have a pretty good base of, of all pro wrestling forever. But What's what's the indie, indie fed you're in? Okay. It's called Stride Pro Wrestling. I'm in Southern Illinois. Okay. Um, so I'm like in between St. Louis and uh, I'm like in between in between St. Louis and Indianapolis, basically. Okay, nice. Oh, there's a lot of freaking uh, toy toy in between Indy and Chicago. There's a ton of like you know vintage toy stores and all kinds of. There must be a ton of like spots around there. So that's good. Um, yeah, I'm about six hours south of Chicago. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how was the how was the ring prep as you did you did you get back in the ring and start start bumping again? Or I mean, oh, I mean you're dude. a big dude; you shouldn't be bumping Sucked. too much. But suck, yeah. yeah. I so uh, I actually own a professional wrestling ring, and I let okay. these guys I let these guys use it for a school. Okay. And so it was like I, I walked out of this company, you know, and, and they finally they gave me like something that they wanted to do. So I was like, Let, let's that's fine. I'll come in. And so I do the big surprise return, you know, at the end of the show that next week. I'm like, I should probably get in the ring. My wife keeps telling me she's like. Mm-hmm. You need to, you're gonna you're gonna blow up, you're gonna, you know, it's gonna hurt. I'm like, all right, so I'll go I go up to the ring where these guys train and I'm like, I'm I was like, I got I'm just gonna hit the ropes and I'm gonna go home. And then the guy's like teaching stuff and I'm like, I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, don't worry. So I'm sitting there and of course the guy's like telling stuff. I'm like I'm like I, I probably wouldn't do it that way. And I was like, I'm like, it felt yeah. bad. So I get in there, we're doing this head headlock tackle spot, you know, it's like called the universal in pro wrestling. And I'm telling them to like sell your ear and it's sorry to get too inside baseball. Anybody who still believes it's real, but no, nah, uh, I don't think anybody. <laughs> good. So like, I'm like telling him the spot, you know, you do like that, get, get a guy in a headlock and then you push him off the rope. And I'm telling him, I'm like, when you do it, you know, stumble forward. Don't, don't like just whip him off, look straight up and be like, Hey, I'm ready for that tackle. But you know, so I'm selling it and I'm like, I, I'm like, just let me whip you off. Come in give me a tackle. I won't bump on it. He comes in gives me the tackle. I bump. Cause it's just instinct. And I just laid there and I was like, God, I feel like I got hit by a car. Oh my God. So painful. I bet, I bet man. So then I, I just bumped around the rest of the night. And the next morning I woke up and I was just like, couldn't move my neck. I was like, terrible. So ring ring prep has been trash. It's been awful. Dude, gotta be tough. Um, I, I've always, there, we, there's a local one, obviously, here in Maryland that I've always wanted to go and like just train with. I, I mean, I'm totally out of shape and I just wouldn't want to go there and then think like I'm like making fun of them or like disrespecting what they do because I know it's hard, but I just want to see like, how long I would last. I mean, I'm sure it would be freaking running the ropes for fucking five seconds is going to make me like out of breath. It just, I feel like it just, even the easy things in wrestling are that look easy are harder than you would think. Right. Oh yeah. And like, it, it depends on the training school, right? There's a certain um, old school mentality with a lot of training schools that think like most guys on their first day, like we're going to break you because it's our business and we don't want you to come back. So like, if you showed up at a place like that, I'm sure you probably wouldn't last They'd Like 
make you run the ropes until you throw up and stuff like that. But like where, where I am, it's, you know, we, the more weekend warrior vibe and, you know, like everyone's got their own pace and it's like, yeah, either some dudes hop in and they have like a great high school collegiate background of, you know, sports and they can bump day one. And then it's just kind of teaching them to do stuff. And like within two months they're having their first match. Some dudes are, have never lifted a weight or, you know, done anything in their entire life. And you're like, all right, man, you got to do a somersault right now. And they're like, somersault and i'm like yeah that's a front roll and then you got to go across your arm and then yeah. like, and it takes them a long time because you really got to teach somebody because i ran to training school for a couple of years so you really got to like teach someone almost to be an athlete then teach them to be a pro wrestler so i, that's I don't understand why why you wouldn't like if this is your dream and and like you think you respect the wrestling industry like, i don't understand like why people would ever show up to you any school without like can you do twenty minutes on the treadmill? To yeah, start? Exactly. Like, 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 like. Have you played be a, a base. sport before? Has like, to be some sort of base, like health. To, I, to, I you know. not yeah, to talk people, shit. Good luck for anybody chasing a dream, but I just, I, I don't understand why you just would do like two months of like training just to see if, you know. Yeah, and and you get that a lot. You'll get people who want to come and they just want to like kind of watch, and, and that's cool. Um, and that's probably the only thing I actually miss is like training guys, because it's gotta be cool. Like, yeah. It's super fun, and there's, like, some dudes I've trained who are really, really good, and they're good indie guys who could probably go to WWE if they wanted to, but they don't, um, you know, that's not for everybody. Yeah. But the guy who trained me, he had been in WWE. Uh, well, he was in FCW for a minute, and he wrestled Ryback um, at one of the pay-per-views that they did when Ryback was like – but he, he was a guy who basically had a contract opportunity, and he kind of decided, like, eh, terrible FCW contract – you know, live with my family and yeah. all stuff. So yeah. he, he, he picked that, but he started a training school here. And so like, there are opportunities where we wrestle. Like I wrestled James Ellsworth one time. I've been on shows with Ricky, the dragon steamboat. I've been That's on cool. shows with wow. cowboy Bob Orton comes to shows all the time where I'm at. Cause he's St. Louis. So like, yeah. I've been on shows. With he, all kinds they, of they fix his arm yet. Is he doing okay? I haven't heard. Uh, I don't <laughs> no, have no, 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 just, Oh, what dude so yes. I don't, some of these dudes you never know i don't yeah. have facebook anymore so i don't know any stuff he does still use the, the cast on the yeah. end so does he nice nice yeah um, uh he's an awesome guy though I, yeah. I know you're a big aew fan right yeah yeah i love it you're 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 saying a lot of what i like about wrestling like the, the selling and like the storytelling that's one of the things i feel like they don't do enough in matches like it's kind of like spot 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 does that ever piss you off when you see a wrestling match and nobody's selling anything it's just like let's see how many cool moves we can do in like 15 minutes and then like a bunch of two counts and that's a good match because i mean as much as wwe is not like for people our age it's more geared toward kids i would feel like i feel like they do a little bit better job of storytelling and like you know you know, your knee hurts, so you off you off, you go off the ropes and you sell the knee a little bit while you're running, and like, and sometimes I just don't see that in AEW. I don't know if the guys are just not trained enough or or what. But what, what's your take from being a guy on the inside? So I'll tell you this, right? I one of the reasons I walked away from indie wrestling because it almost made me hate pro wrestling in a sense, WWE and AEW because it had just kind of started. It really kind of you, you have to look you look at everything so critically. And one of the first things I told myself was like, I'd quit wrestling for a few months and it was like pandemic era AEW. And I was like, I'm going to give this show a legitimate chance. I was like, I'm going to watch for five weeks. My buddy and I said, that we're going to watch five weeks. And it was like the episode I watched the very first one FTR debuted. And then it was like the next week they had like Mike Tyson. 
And then like, they were telling like, so they're telling some really good stories. And I was like, this is awesome. And I think they do. Um, they do good out of the ring storytelling. I think that a lot of the, they do a lot of buildup and I think that they have, a, they do better than WWE does at telling progressive stories throughout the card. Sometimes it feels like in WWE that like, the only story that's being told is like either the world title story. I agree with know? that. I agree with that. And, yeah. and so I think that there's a lot of guys who are wrestling for other reasons than just I'm the champ. And one of the things too, that I really liked about AEW that kind of made me gravitate towards it was that like, there's not a bunch of dusty finishes, right. And there's not a bunch of run-ins and, and, you know, guys get pinned and lose clean, which is like, cool. Like the first time MJF and Mox wrestled for the belt, right. In like 2020, MJF was undefeated and Moxley was on this hot run. So I just remember being like, who's going to win? Yeah. And when was the last time you really thought in a WWE match, like who's, who's going to win? You know, like the next time it'll probably be is like Cody versus Roman. Right. Yeah. We all know Sammy's losing. Like it'd be crazy if he didn't and we'd all be shook, but it's like, we all knew a KO was going to lose. So like, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a, there's that, like I always, I talk a lot. I was a huge Brody Lee fan. Right. So I talk about that that Saturday night dynamite when he beat Cody, he just squashed Cody. Like I can remember, like, I just had like a shook. I was like, I kept looking at my buddy. I was like, what's going on right now? I was like, it's Cody Rhodes, dude. He's like the biggest dude in the company. And, and Brody Lee is like, you know, dark order, like whatever he's, he crushes and takes the belt. And you're like, oh. yeah, they save the squash for something like that. It's just, it's mind blowing. Yeah. 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 And so they, they do that stuff. And I don't know some of this, I don't agree. Like not everything that AEW does is perfect. Just like WWE does some cool stuff. I really liked the rumble. That was, I watched the rumble, but I just, I like uh, the selling though. Like if you're talking about selling in the ring, I think that um, there's a certain aspect to modern wrestling. Like you couldn't go out and have a, you know, Von Erich's style match or you couldn't do this like match where you work the knee. You could, but I think people would get bored by it. And like, if you do it, there's a way to do it. Right. I think, uh, Oh, there was a recent AEW match where they like, I punk punk like to work kind of old school when he was in AEW. But like, even if you think about the first FTR versus the Bucks match, they told like an in-ring story. They may not say that, you know, I just kind of equated it to this. Some of the moves, they don't mean what they used to, right? A DDT is not a finisher anymore. Right. So a pile driver though, that bugs me when people are kicking out like 50 pile drivers, but you just kind of have to accept that. Like it's not that move anymore, but like, they protect the one winged angel still in AEW. Like no one's kicked out of that yet. I don't think. Yeah, true, true. Um, so it, you know, it's whatever. There's, I, I, I have frustration. I'm not a big fan of MJF, so I don't think his title run's been that great. Like I didn't watch tonight because I was getting ready for this and I was working on some belts. Normally I, I keep it on my TV, but uh, there's just been some like, you, uh, there's a lot of endearing characters in AEW. I feel like guys that you're like, like I love Butcher and the Blade. Huge Butcher and Blade fans. I think they're awesome. I have a signed picture of them on my wall. <laughs> and, uh, like, the Acclaimed, I think, are awesome. I've loved the Acclaimed since, like, day one. Since I was like, these dudes have something. They're like the modern-day New Age Outlaws. And then, like, now they're freaking team with freaking Billy Gunn. I was like, that's sick. So I think it's it's cool, and I think that um, – and I'll stop talking. talking no, you're fine, maybe, no, you're fine, This is good. great. Yeah. This is great. I think maybe the AEW just – does a better job of building up some of these characters because they let the guys fall through, but then they still do stuff like Miro has been on TV for what, nine months or something. And they have such a huge roster that that's like a hindrance almost. It felt like so. It, at times it feels like such like a, a WCW, like WWE release somebody, WCW sign them the next week. And it was like, you know, Vince is just overinflating your payroll. WWE yeah. is just overinflating your payroll. Like you don't need all these people. Like, and I, I, I mean, I talk about it with my friends all the time. I wish that they could figure out a way to bring guys in for like, um, 
you know, almost like the 80s, 90s, early 90s, like territory days, like bring a guy in for four months. You don't have to give him a belt. Yeah. Like if you want to bring in Cardona for the Rumble and have him go through Mania with something and he loses the pay-per-view after, and then, dude, the guy wants to go, you know, go do the indies all summer. You could bring in plenty of these guys to come in for four or five months shot and then it keeps them fresh. You could, you know, your under contract guy can can beat them at the end. Like I, they, they're signing these guys to long term guys and just let them sit in catering. Both companies, yeah, because I, WWE was on that big spree right like when AEW started. It was like signing everybody to these super long contracts, like no matter what. And then like then they fired everybody. Yeah, Dude, that, so, was, that was the day I canceled the network. I was like, you fired all my favorites. That was my reason. I remember, well, because, like, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, like, he wanted out of that deal, and they wouldn't let him out forever. And he was even saying on Jericho that, like, they came to him and they said, like, we want you to sign for three more years, but we're not going to use you. And he was like, no, I'm not signing for three more. I'm not doing this. His wife told him, like, yeah, it's life-changing money, but it's like, but you're a wrestler. Like, so you want to wrestle. So Yeah, they talk so much about mental health. It's like these guys are going to go insane sitting at home like that. So, yeah. yeah. But both companies do it, you know. Correct. You guys were tweeting about what Keith Lee had wrestled forever. I don't know if that's just to like sell the swerve story or what. Dan Housen hasn't been on uh, Dynamite. He hasn't wrestled on Dynamite since July. I don't know if Dan Housen has a place in a wrestling ring as a wrestler, in my opinion. But well, I think you still need. I mean, he's super. I mean, I, I I'm not oh, an easy over, guy. Yeah. Right? Over like shit. Like, why would you not yeah. get him in a match with somebody? Something like I, I mean, that guy sells so much fucking merch just from the other. He side. can work the Santino spot. Like, has he won a match in AEW? I don't think he has. Like, yeah. with, he got, with with Hook there, I think he won the tag. Oh, team. with yeah. Hookhausen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got, but he got crushed by Tony Nese in that one match. Yeah. It was his yeah. debut match, right? Yeah, I, that's I, where I he really, really, that's where he belongs on the card, though. And I, you know, people trash Orange Cassidy, but I think Orange Cassidy's shown in the last few years that like the dude's got another level. The dude can, can turn oh, he, it he up. He can go. He can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I like, think he's bigger than think, that gimmick. Yeah, I think he. I don't think Dan Housen has that. I don't think Dan Housen has that that yeah. but he's and i feel i don't i see him on social media all the time so maybe that's why I, I feel like that i used to tell my buddy right so i used to wrestle with all the time he used to always talk about when aw first started but it didn't have tv or anything and they were still doing pay-per-views i'd be like how am i supposed to know what's going on he's like we got to watch being the elite i'm like i'm not watching a stupid youtube show to watch wrestling yep. and i'd always tell him i'd be like call me when okada's there like that's when i'll care like, that's the dude who makes these guys, right? Like, that's why Kenny has all these great matches. Like, call me when Okada's in AEW, then I'll care. And uh, and he never came, but I still, like, I love Kenny Omega and all those dudes. But there's a bunch of great dudes. Like, Finn Balor and stuff are still awesome in, uh, in WWE. I like both shows. I just prefer the style of TV that AEW does, I guess. I just think that the matches are a little bit less predictable. They, they do some good stuff. I mean, they do some bad. I mean, I think both you you hit it on the head, both companies do some good and bad i think in different ways um i just um i get frustrated with aew because it's like i don't know it's some sometimes it's just like i went to a live show and like like three guys debuted in like one match and like nobody in the crowd knew who they were remember when 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 jeff hardy debuted and hit somebody with a guitar and somebody else was dressed up like a a fake sting and then the, the tattooed guy showed up and like everyone's like what the fuck is going on like there's four three people like debuted during a match or like you know dana bryan debuts it right after adam cole comes out like two minutes later like you know like that was wild though. that, that, was, that crazy. was crazy yeah but like you know it just totally like shows you the difference people have of, of daniel bryan mm-hmm. and adam cole like you know i th- i think 
AEW might do some good things with some people, but look what AEW has done with Adam Cole. I know he's been hurt, but yeah. NXT, he was like the next Shawn Michaels. Like he was a rarefied error, led like one of the biggest stables in the company. And then I don't know what happened to him in AEW. It just hasn't been, it didn't work. I think that he, it's kind of like a bad timing because he came in and I think they really wanted to do the elite breaking up and do like a Kenny versus him. And then Kenny had all his problems and missed the whole year. And then like Adam sure. Cole kind of floundered around for the year. And then Adam Cole gets the terrible concussion in that match. Yeah. And he's Kyle out. Riley gets hurt. And yeah. Kyle Riley gets hurt. Yeah. And then fish yeah. loses his mind and is then impact or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> so it, those guys, my, my, the guy who trained me would always talk about it. Right. He'd be like, those guys have a, a non-realistic style, right? He's like, you're not going to go out every week and just beat the living crap out of each other. You're just not going to do it. He talked about like, even Shinsuke Nakamura like had to adjust his style to WWE because it's like, you're not going to go and you're not going to beat the crap out of people every night or else you're going to end up hurt. Like, I think towards the end of the year last year, what, like everybody was hurt in AEW? Yeah. Like Cole, Punk, yeah. all those guys are hurt. So there's there's definitely some of that too. But maybe that's why you have such a giant roster. So like yeah. I do like it about Shin is that it's almost like a secret weapon now. It's like when he does want to do the strong style thing, it's like it's like you know that he's capable of bringing up this other, you know, this other level, yep. which I think adds it's another level to the character. So is AJ Styles hurt? He is. Yeah, uh, yes. Bad foot, right? Yeah, Bad foot injury. Like a high ankle sprain or something, but he might be yeah. back for Mania. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know that. I love AJ Styles, and I was watching the Rumble, and I was like, where the hell's AJ Styles? Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, he would have been great in there. All right, back to the belts, man. So, yeah. so <laughs> we're going about, man. That was that was such a great great tangent, man. Um, what's what what's your most popular? Like, request, uh, you know. Um, so I don't, I don't, you guys neither have tried to order belts for me. I don't think I try to like consider myself almost like a, like an indie band. I'm just like hard to get belts. It's kind of okay. intentional. Yeah. Um, but like I do a ton of the winged Eagle and I do a ton of the, uh, like the eighties. I see, you know, beautiful. Yeah. And the winged Eagle. I do a lot of those. I do a ton of that, uh, IWGP V4 that I was showing. That's a pretty popular belt. Um, like lately, TBS titles have been going like crazy. You doing all the colors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just looking at stuff that there's like the all Atlantic, right? So it's painted. What are you What are you doing with the uh, Velcro on the belts? They're Velcro, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's a faux leather strap. Nice. And uh, and there's this doesn't have Velcro. I wanted to. I don't know if you guys how you want to do it, but I've got these two uh, WWE titles that you guys can. Pick how you want to give them away. Just give me an address. And oh hell yeah! All right, let's do that oh, for the cool, giveaway yeah. this week. Yeah. We'll, uh, tell them, uh, tell them, tell them to pick side plates to WWE logo or Roman logo. Okay, so we're gonna put this. We're gonna put the episode on Instagram. They got to follow us and they got to follow your account, and we'll pick somebody. Yeah. Cool, nice. Yeah, I told you guys I'd make. A wow, post. even the sa- the side sure, plates yeah. you do. That's yeah. good ass. Uh, this isn't painted. I got a Roman one somewhere. <laughs> All right, so if, Mr. Mr. Indie guy, so what are your favorite ones to make? Like, like you is there certain ones you enjoy making? Like, take a little extra pride. Like, uh... um, so that's an awesome question. I appreciate that. Um, I there's like a selfish I like to make, and that's uh, anything that's just all gold or all silver because <laughs> I don't yeah. have to do any extra work. <laughs> okay, right? all right. 
like the big gold's really easy because I just have to do a couple dots around it in red. And then like the current WWE titles, there's tag titles are real easy because they're just straight up gold. Oh, yeah. Um, I, but personally, like my favorite thing to make is like super obscure belts. Like the more obscure, the better. That's what makes me different than, you know, these are the people who are like, yeah. I'm going to make this one popular belt and sell a bunch of them for a bunch of money. Some dudes hits me up and they're like, hey, can you give me the uh, – Puerto Rican West West Indies Championship wow. belt that was used like yeah. yeah, like so. Here's one that I did recently for a guy. It's the uh, it's the it's the Nick Mondo has it CZW Iron Man Championship. Okay, it's you can't see it too well in here, but it's a really crap belt. Um, That's crazy. But, that people, I mean, it makes sense. Like you know, if you grew up watching something, or if you oh yeah, locally or the, something. Uh, I just did the Missouri heavyweight championship belt for a guy that's like an old NWA belt. And then like, like I really enjoyed doing the like old and obscure stuff. That's like, I did the NWA central States title pretty recently. And like the American heavyweight there's, I know I have something, hang on, obscure. I don't want to go through like the mid South titles. I've done all the mid South titles, all the like UWF titles. Like that's the kind of stuff that I live for. I'm like here to make these super that's cool. obscure, like because a lot of the dudes I started doing this with were dudes who were like, "Hey, I'm from you know I'm I'm working on this collection. I got a lot of customs. Like I want some of these belts." And like first dude I ever worked with is like from the Pacific, so I'm making NWA Pacific heavyweight, NWA Pacific tags, like in these random belts that like you've never seen and like. That I don't know. I do that Western States Heritage title a lot. That I guess Barry Windham had, and then one day he just showed up to TV without it, and they just never talked about it again. Like <laughs> there's a big, there's like a, a big picture of it. I think like in one of the aftermags of him holding it, right? Is it, yeah, is it, yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. Okay. So and then like here, like I do this one too a lot. People love this belt, the uh, the Canadian ones. I got all three of them. Uh, oh, Lance, Lance had all three belts, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he put you know. So this I, is I got you on hardcore. Yeah, it's, I got yeah. that too. That's cool. Oh, it's over here. Yeah. So, yeah, I always love that. I don't know why. I always love the TV titles. Like, I always love like the WCW one, not the, not the weird round one, but like the one that Regal and Steamboat had. I think you know before they got rid of it, it was almost had a shade of gray, right? Gray, gray silver. Always got it. He's that's that's what I liked. I used to watch WCW on like Saturdays at six o'clock before Hogan got there, and it was like Stunning Steve and Ricky were fighting for the US yes. TV title. Yeah. Oh man, that's the yeah. one I had. I I I rode my bike to the florist because they were the only place you get black foil, and I I made that one out of like car, like layers of cardboard and everything, Velcro on the back. Wow, and, dedication. Yeah, we've all been there, right? We've all made cardboard belts, right? Hopefully. Oh yeah, <laughs> I definitely have. I made uh, the indie belts for my Fed. That before I ever made a fig belt, we needed like new tag belts, and I was like, I was in this uh, like Facebook group back when I had Facebook of like other dudes who made homemade belts and like. We were all just kind of figuring out together. Like one person would kind of figure something out and they'd post it. Like everyone would be like, you know, it'd build. We were all like MacGyver in these custom yeah. belts. And I ended up making some pretty cool ones. They used them for a while, but what, uh, like, what did you make the material out of? Were you, it was uh, your Dremel or what? Are you, uh, aluminum, you a, no, it was aluminum. Um, okay. And if you put like a vinyl sticker over aluminum, like with a cricket or something, you know, you cut like a, like a decal, you can take this mixture. And nobody make any bombs out of this or anything, right? But so if you take, I think it's like a <laughs> one to four ratio. Yeah, like a one to four ratio of hydrogen peroxide mixed with muriatic acid, which is like a pool acid. Um, and then you put a piece of copper in it. It turns into this green sludge stuff. 
and you spray that and it etches the aluminum um, and then keeps whatever the stickers there. So I ended up making the belts and then I had them, uh, I had them chrome plated at a plate place in town. They look pretty cool. I have some pictures nice. of them. Crazy. But, Crazy. Oh. Like wrestling fans are so like, you know, your baseball fans doing any shit like this. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck, you know? Wrestling fans yeah. are like a different breed, man. In a whole, in a, whole, in a good baseball way. fans corking their own bats, dude. Yeah, Just... <laughs> yeah. yeah we're wrestling fans, you know. And we're all, we don't take no for an answer, right? Exactly. So that's I think I everybody I work with, I tell them because like basically I come home from I work like ten hours a day at my job, and then I come, I tell them I'm like I go home and I work on belts all night, pretty much, and they're like, that many people want those belts. I'm like, bro. You don't even understand. I was like, I ship, I ship to every country in the world. I've shipped to Malta, South Korea, Thailand, everywhere. Wow. Like, in like, I, I feel bad because people always be like, I got you, man. I'm going to hook you up, dude. Don't worry. I'm going to tell two of my friends about your belts. I'm like, bro, I have people who've waited like two years, like, to get on the list. Like, I appreciate it. It's awesome. I love, especially this, I love getting out. That's like my favorite thing about any of this is the connections I've got to make with people, like, in the community. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I've, I have a whole room full of things. Like I love wrestling. So like, I just want to get out and talk and, and hear people's stories about why they want to belt. Right. I don't, I hate the, like, can I get the winged Eagle please? Like, sure, man, I guess. But it's like, it's cooler to me for someone to tell me, like, I hear guys tell me all the time, like you make like collecting fun again. You make wrestling fun again. Yeah, that's it's awesome. like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why I'm here. So it's like, it, I love belts, you know, and, and, and I love belts are the coolest part of wrestling, in my opinion, besides like the entrance entrances are way cooler. I always say if, as an indie wrestler, if I could just like come out and make my entrance and then like head to the back, that'd be way awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only here for Royal Rumbles for the quick eliminations. Yeah. Yeah. God, I did a rumble one time and uh, I looked at this dude and I go, Hey man, as soon as that bell rings, I'm going to throw a punch at you. You duck it. I'm going to take myself over the top rope head to the back he's like are you serious i was like duck the puncher i'm punching you i guess i don't know so bell rings <laughs> he ducks i grabbed that top rope i hopped over and i was like dang i got eliminated <laughs> oh man he got me that's awesome what? yeah go yeah there's now. yeah exactly well, i love it uh, gallows a couple years ago was like oh i love battle royale it's just me four of them and my buddies in the corner until it's time to get out <laughs> yeah exactly that's you do that or until Till some dickhead comes up who's gonna try to chop you. You're like, get that fucking guy out of here. Like, all right, oh, I, you know that guy's walking over here. Time to hop out. Throw me out, brother. Like, give me, give me out of the rope. What's uh, our, our our smaller fans like? Try to hit you up. Like, like, like if it was me, like we have uh, Northeast Wrestling here in Connecticut, and like if I was them and I knew about you and you were available, I mean, and I could wait, you know, four years to get on the list, but it's like it's way I better like, now. I'm, I'm a lot yeah. more organized. I used to not be at all. I used to like. I have a wall, like my wall here used to have a poster yeah. and I just had sticky notes of like guys I'd talk to and I would like, you know, like put it all together. Like, oh, this guy wanted something. I'll make it and hit him up. Yeah. But, I'd be uh, like, I just need 50 Northeast wrestling titles because I sell to every kid there. Well, that's what know? that one guy did that uh, Cardona was at. Because like this is, <clears throat> I talked about this before, but when I first started, Cardona sent me a message. It was like, don't make my stuff. And I was like, 10-4, man, totally get it. We won't make it. Don't worry. Because he had his deal with whoever. And uh, so I never made his stuff at all. And then that dude, Sheriff, or Sheriff. Sure enough, yeah. Sure enough, yeah. So he messages me. He's like, hey, big fan, man. Uh, would you have any interest in making this belt? And I recognized. I was like, oh, dude, sorry. I'm not allowed to make that. He was like, why? I was like, oh, Matt Cardona has that belt. He, he politely asked me to not make any of his stuff. So I don't really. Wow. Uh, I, I respect that. Dude's got reach with every single company in the world. I'm not pissing anybody off. And he's like, it's my belt. And I'm like. Yeah, man, I don't, you know, he's like, I promise you right now you can make it. It's my design. I don't know. I was like, okay, well, if you want to do that, that's fine. 
So I ended up just made, I made 25 of them, yeah. sent them to him. And I said, Hey man, um, you sell them for whatever you want. Just give me a cut of it. I said, uh, I'm not, yeah, I don't care. I was like, cause I don't want you to pay for 25 belts that nobody wants. And he was telling me that. Uh, so I sell my belts for $15. Uh, shipped us wow, free yeah wow and, that's freaking great prices bro oh yeah that's i don't under i could like so i'm i got a graphic that's gonna go up in my uh stuff soon because i get asked this a lot but so 15 dollars is a singles belt shipped 25 dollars are tags shipped free in the u.s and then i got like 10 bucks for international um, you know you could charge, like, you could charge double that easily right you could you could yeah yeah but i don't want to you don't want to tr- screw people over Right. No, not one bit. You know what I use the money for for this stuff? I, I go buy more printers and crap like this. It doesn't go. You know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I live in small town America and I have a really good job. I'm pretty well off. So this is just something I do because I like have a lot of passion for it. That's awesome, man. And, and like I, I do because I get to connect to cool people and talk to awesome people. Like the first day that uh, I you guys saw I worked with MDT on some of his stuff. Yeah. He he messaged me and I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my god, MDT messaged me. You know, I was like. <laughs> Uh, and then it was the first super cool. We're still working on some stuff together. But the first thing that one of my old buddies told me when I got back to wrestling, like last month, he goes, dude, MDT. And I was like, I know he goes, I was, I was watching the show and he goes, my buddy, my buddy, Dan made this one. And he turns his head and he goes, what? He goes, Dan made that belt. What? And so, uh, yeah, that was super cool. Super fun. So I've just been happy to meet people and get people back. So, $15 $15 is enough money basically to cover the cost of the belt and, and, yeah. and go back into the materials. Shipping's gone up recently, which yeah. sucks yeah. in America, but like, yeah. The, uh, and then custom stuff, like I do guys pick fed stuff. That's 20 and 30 for tags. Cause I'm never going to, you know, I got to charge you a little yeah. bit more cause I'm never going to make your belt again. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, it, it's, it's just something I do just like for the pure love of it. Cause it's, it's super fun. And it's something I had to like, develop the skill and, and learn how to do it. Cause the next venture I'm moving into is like full toys. Um, I saw you guys just had a guy on what last week who has his own, is launching his own toy line. The last, yeah. the last yeah. two uh, shows. Yeah. I've been like guys who've done, started new toy lines. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's something I want to do hundred percent and uh, working on hopefully having some prototypes by like the end of next month for this guy, this indie guy. Wow. Uh, he, I work with an indie guy um, a lot in the area. He already makes customs of himself. He kind of looks like Dean Ambrose. So he just bought at one point like every basic Dean Ambrose figure he could ever find, did repaints on them. He sells them for a ton of money. So we're going to do like a pretty basic figure and try to do a launch. And then like I've got some of the stuff started for an elite style figure of him too. Nice. So uh, Was this I, before, I, before Dean Ambrose lost his hair or after? Because – uh, it was when he had like the scraggly. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you're good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's all. Aw- that's awesome, dude. I think. I mean, obviously, it's a cool transition because with those printers, you can probably do that. And I mean, you have the skill, obviously, and the artistic. You know, I mean, you might not consider yourself artistic, but it's- I've had to learn, man. I've yeah. had to learn. Yeah. I was trying. It was funny because, like, basically, right before belts took off, there was a guy I work with who was opening his own tattoo shop. And like I'd been practicing how to draw like American traditional flash and stuff just as much as I had been like dabbling with some belts. And it got to a point where the dude was like, man, you either got to quit making those belts or come get in the shop, and get this apprenticeship. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't even have any tattoos. So like probably no one wants to get tattoos from me. Like <laughs> tattoo. I just like kind of to draw the style. I was like, I think I'm going to make belts. And he was like, I, I get you, man. That's cool. And belts have been awesome. It's been so cool. Like I, it, but nobody in my life, 
at all is impressed or cares at all. <laughs> it's like if you saw my house, it's full of uh, like these sheets of cardboard that have belts on them because oh, that's like you paid them. And uh, I'm sure your old lady likes that. Yeah, yeah, it's. It, that's like my whole life, though, is to see these little figure belts. And it's kind of turned into a family affair because my father-in-law, he helps me oh, cool. um, clip them and stuff like that. So Nice. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you, yeah. need, you need somebody to like help you. Know, yeah. It's like, nice. Yeah. That's what they look like when they come off the printer. So he he's retired. So he takes them and cuts them and, and tapes, uh, tapes them down for me. Well, I was going to ask you what your overall goal with making belts is. It sounds like you you know what your goal is. You're going to transition kind of into making figures, which is awesome. I think there's a huge hopefully for that. Um, our our final question with you is the question we ask everybody: If you were on death row, Dan Turnquist, and you had one final meal you could eat and drink whatever you wanted, what would it be? Uh, I'd probably be a uh, a New York strip steak and a baked potato. My best friend gets so mad. He's like, steak and potato everywhere we go. It's all you ever get. I'm like, just, don't mess with the don't mess my with best friend. Dress. Same thing. Wherever we go, it's and, and three fingers of bourbon. Like, it's just like everywhere we go. Yeah. And I probably we, have, we found one spot. You can bring your own bottle. And he just brings a bottle of makers, <laughs> plops it down. And he's like, whatever your steak special is with mashed potatoes. Wow. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I would go mashed yeah. potatoes. But the this, this strip is, is a, good, a good call. I mean, you can't go wrong. You don't. You don't ever get a bad New York strip, no, right? Sometimes no. you get a bad ribeye. Sometimes you get like a bad sirloin, or you know, you never get a bad New York strip for the price. Oh, it's hey. always it's a it's a quality piece of meat. Yeah. What are you What are you drinking with that New York strip? Uh, probably a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Oh, I drink okay. like f- a five hundred <laughs> a day. Okay, nice. Dude, Mountain Dew people like are just it's you guys are a different breed, man. Like I I think I stopped drinking like sixth grade. I just couldn't like I couldn't handle it anymore. And now I there's drink so a- many crazy flavors. It's like it's insane. And- I don't drink a lot of alcohol, so I mean, like, I'll have a blue moon every now and then, but I get up for work at 4 a.m., so it's like, you know, leave it to the weekends, only time I can really drink much. Yeah. Well, I respect the zero sugar. I mean, when I grab a soda, that's what I do now, and that's like, I justify it as like I'm not, you know, taking in like 500 grams of sugar when I do, so that's good. I've done it so long, I can't even, you can't yeah, even yeah. tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, if I try to drink a normal soda, it just tastes like. It's like weird. Yeah. 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 Well, Dan, Blue Moon's funny though. Blue Moon's one of those ones that you just kind of forget about, and then you see it like it's on tap somewhere. You're like, oh, I will have that when my wife always slice. orders yeah. it. It's great. Like, it's a great like drinking beer, yeah. man. Especially when yeah. it's warm out. Yeah, I do a Blue Moon or a Sam Adams. So nice. okay. Well, Dan, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, Turnquist underscore Fig underscore Belts. Uh, we'll do that giveaway. Like I said, we'll put it on our Instagram. We'll tag you, and uh, I'm sure someone's going to want to get those Roman side plates because that's pretty sick. But uh, uh, best of luck, man. We'd like to, love to have you on again soon. Love to do like a uh, yeah. kind of like a behind the scenes, like maybe Q and A Q&A of like the wrestling business with you. I know, you know, you yeah, for sure. I feel like we talked more about like indie wrestling. Yeah, than yeah, it's else. cool. I mean, it's, we, you're the first person we've had on that's been an actual you know in ring wrestler. So it's a uh, cool to pick your brain, and uh, you've been on both sides of the fence. So for sure, yeah. But, uh, um, any anytime, just hit me up. Cool, man. Thank you. Uh, love your awesome. work, man. And uh, we'll continue to promote your stuff, man, as, as, you, as you keep continuing to grow. Appreciate the hell out of it, guys. Thank All you. All right, brother. Thank we'll you, man. See you soon, man. Yep, thanks. Yep. Later. All right, that was Dan Turnquist from Turnquist underscore fig underscore belts. Like I said, we're going to post on our Instagram tomorrow. Or, yeah, probably tomorrow, and uh, all you have to do is just like it, like his page, and tag three friends. 
and uh, you'll be automatically entered to win those belts. Man, fifteen bucks, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, I mean, when he said that it was crazy. Like, how I, I went through the whole Instagram page, but I guess I just didn't pay attention to the pricing. And like, yeah, to see I didn't that, either. Like, I mean, those forbidden figurine belts were fucking fifty bucks. Shit, dude. dude I, I think a lot of people didn't understand when they sold they sold the trios the other day that they, that you were at least getting three of them. It was like 120 bucks. What the fuck's going on? That's how they're yeah. making the money this time. And it was like, yeah, I mean, that was actually oh, no, no, you no, no, get it three. For, like, yeah, yeah. But, but still, I mean, that's that's great, especially if you're going to do a bunch. If you're collecting, like, uh, if you have like a new gen collection like me, and 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 you have like seven guys that had the the winged eagle. As much as he doesn't like making the winged eagle, that would be. The one I would want. What makes you want to say? Time. Just, just make an extra. Whatever, what, any, any like mainstream one you're making. Just make an extra and just l- let me know when it's done. And I'll just I'll PayPal you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What, what are some of your favorites over the years? Like, like, huh? <sighs> Man, it's tough. I mean, I do love the Winged Eagle as much as that's super cliche to say. I mean, that old school intercontinental. Dude, you belt. grew up with it. Yeah. Yeah. An old yeah. school intercontinental belt. I love. I mean, you you maybe harken back to that old school U.S. or the TV title, the WCW yeah. TV title, which I I googled while we were while we were talking, and uh, st- uh, just remind me of like being a kid and the cool belt when, st- when Stunning Steve had that with the uh, the red and blue on it. That's probably one that you know it's just so simple. I actually do like as much as I'm not a huge AEW fan. I love their their belt now. Do you uh, like that world title? I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't do. love I don't on, love like that. I don't love the the height of it. I guess you could say. I don't know. It's not that's not for me. But yeah, I love the NWA World Tag Team Titles, not the not the ones they use, not the little uh, belt buckles they use now for their for their titles, but like the the one like Tully and Arn had, and oh, and yeah, then yeah. the Midnight Express, dude. That's it, I, it was almost a shade of navy blue instead of black leather. It's, they're awesome. So you know what's also grown on me that the US the WWE US title, it's really grown on me with the eagle and the and the, like the. Yeah, I, I've liked most of them except for the round Cena one. Yeah, yeah, that's my the, the yeah that was weird. Uh, so yeah, cool cool guest to have on. I think um we just kind of threw it together and like he was awesome to talk to. A bunch of good good insight and um from you know being in the ring too. I, I didn't know he was in you know a wrestler for that long, so that's cool. Um, good shit, man. Um, let's get into some news. You ready? Sure, let's do it. All right, uh, we had a bunch of AEW reveals. I guess Jerry Padauer showed these off on the Jericho cruise over the was that last weekend? I think last weekend. Yeah, over last weekend. Yeah. So we got studio shots of Unmatched Series Seven, which is uh, the Bastard Pock, Hook, Thunder Rosa with the uh, kind of the half Mexico, half U.S. flag, Penta, and Ray Phoenix. What are your thoughts on this unmatched series seven? I know you're kind of. Are you out on AEW being a complete? Does, does Ringside have all these? Ringside have these? Have Nothing they they revealed went up for presale. In fact, the fact that you're asking is good because I went on to Ringside. The last, the newest thing that they have on Ringside as far as AEW figures is AEW Unrivaled Eleven, which what. No, no, twelve isn't even up there yet. It's twelve's on pre-order, right? Isn't it? No, no, that's, that's oh. unmatched. Uh, Eleven is up there. The Jungle Boy is thirteen bucks. The Jericho is fifteen bucks. So that's I don't know how long these have been up here, but uh, this is Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian, uh, Adam Cole. So I don't know what's going on with twelve. I actually googled it. Actually, I don't know if you ever go to WrestlingFigureNews.com. It's a great website. I don't know who runs this website, but WrestlingFigureNews.com. A little plug for them. 
Uh, 12 is supposed to be uh, Moxley. These, these were not shown off, which is which is weird. This is the next set coming out. We did not see these at all. We haven't seen them yet. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look at ring, I'm trying to look at just the ringside's Instagram feed, just seeing what what uh, some of these reveals. But this is Mark, yeah. Mark Queen, Isaiah Cassidy, Jamie Hader, Moxley, and then Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. We have not seen these figures at all. They weren't shown over the weekend. I'm surprised. I don't know if they're just so close to coming out they didn't want to show them or yeah or what. But uh, kind of weird. But um, I'm definitely into that Pentagon. I, I don't know if they're going to get – for some reason, they can't make a good Pac. This one still does not look like, like him. I know that everybody keeps saying there's a big improvement, but I, I didn't see it. So no, I didn't see what the big deal was about the new version of it. So um, I hope that uh, Dax and Cash are – better be a huge improvement because those last ones were lacking. Yeah, they were peg warmers. I like the gear, but it just it, it just didn't – the whole package wasn't there. It was like I like the gear choice, but I like to see them in the yellow, man. I know that I know that's not what it is, but I like yellow with the yellow the yellow jackets and the black jackets. I gotta go with it. Yep. Yeah. The hook the hook looks pretty good, I guess. Um, let me see. I it's like pretty the, simple. I mean, it's not yeah, you can't really yeah. mess it up too much. I mean, the hair looks. He's good. got the hair is pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, I love the, I love the that's passion. the mine used to look like probably you know just yeah saying. yeah that's what it would look like <laughs> no. no <I'm> <laughs> Uh, and the rest of these are just images. So those were studio shots of actual figures. So we should see. I would assume we'll see those up for pre-order pretty soon. You can use uh, code to call up for ten percent off on RingsideCollectibles.com. Uh, Unmatched Series Eight. We saw images of this is Malachi Black in a suit. Buddy Matthews, Abaddon, another Penta. God damn it. Brody King and Wardlow. So this is Wardlow still with the obviously he just had his hair cut about a month ago by Samoa Joe, so it's not completely accurate. Uh, but this Brody King is the one that really caught my eye. Oh these, yeah, dude, these for just, sure. These are just computer images, but I mean the tattoo work he has if they can if they can nail it and make it look legit, it would be amazing. Yeah, dude, that that's I again, once I saw him in person at uh at the dynamite i was like i love this dude and he uh mark sterling did a cool bonus pod for the major for the major patreon and he's super interesting so i'm excited for his figure to come out is he a collector of wrestling figures or yeah uh some wrestling but he collects a ton of other stuff i think he like mcfarland and um nice takes a different super servant stuff i think it's a little bit of ninja turtles and he was kind of all over the place with stuff but but minimal wrestling i believe so what would you say will be the peg warmer of this set um whoever it's like is abaddon does she still wrestle for the company like i don't know i mean she's so i I don't sorry guys we don't know everything about the product sorry she's so striking off of the you know on the shelf probably that's why our buddy brian meyer said she would be the uh the peg warmer but i don't know i think she's got such a unique look i think people probably grab her for zombie stuff and i i don't i don't know but now females Sorry, sorry. Females don't move, and just this is. I think it's just a little too off the wall that people are like, "What is that?" So, would you? She's be- not on TV. So, would you believe me if I told you Abaddon's AEW record is forty wins and four losses? That's dark, dark, dark that, and that's elevation. All, that's I guess? all it yeah. is. That's all it is. Yeah, but yeah. She does not lose very often. Uh, limit- well, she should be in line for a title shot with that record. Yeah, that yeah. was their rule. That was their rule. Uh, she last time she was on Dynamite was January sixth, two thousand twenty-one. 
was the last time she was on Dynamite. I think she has signed autographs in New England more times than she has been on Dynamite. Like, how I, I feel like she's at shows and I just don't go. Yeah, that was over two years ago. Insane, dude. I know you got a big roster, but like, you know, you can't squeeze this person on. I mean, she's got a very unique look. I don't remember. Do a monthly, do a monthly battle royal so we remember who's on your show. Exactly. Yeah, because they're all and so they can and so. People like us that say this stuff, you can you can you can shove it down our throats. Yeah, yeah. You just like, oh, they they wrestled. No, they were they wrestled. on. Yeah, they wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Images of Unrivaled Series Thirteen. We got the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. All three. Will I'm be- buying. I'm absolutely getting those three. All I, three. Just the, they're, they're day one stuff, and the three of them go together. And yeah, that, they're cool. I get most of this set. You got was it Sting, Danhausen, and Darby? Is that that whole set? Yep, Sting, Danhausen. Well, Sting, Danhausen, Wardlow again, and Darby Allen. And Darby Allen debuted January twenty twenty two. So this is a little over a year getting a figure. That's pretty. That's pretty quick. It's pretty good. Oh, Danhausen. Yeah, he's a Darby. Yeah. Yeah. So wow, they. I think you see all seven images on Instagram, and it's just like. Black and Danhausen's red was also used for Wardlow, apparently. So we're good. <laughs> it's like that one. It's like that one set of uh, of basics that was all black, right? Yeah, yeah. Every's in a suit, or yeah. They probably saved the company so much money, but let's just do them all the same color. I do like how they the, did the, Darby uh, skateboard better be fancy as shit if that's yeah. if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, Danhausen comes in the entrance jacket. I don't, I, does not look removable. Um, but uh, good to get him. I'm sure he'll be a pretty. That'll be the seller of the of the group here. One, two, three, four. Five. That's seven people, though. How do you, how do you? I guess it's a box. They of said eight. on the on the box cruise. No, I guess on the cruise. Um, inter, he was on. He was on the major pod, uh, the live show on the cruise, and Padauer said that it's like almost two guys are going to alternate, huh. at, like per box. Okay. So they're not really chases, just like they just they know they're not gonna move as much, which I assume that's female. That's I mean it's probably it's, it's gotta be probably butcher, the bunny. Put a bunny in the butcher or something or the blade. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean they deserve to be in everyone, but but you know, just yeah. numbers moving. They're, that's what it's gonna be. But yeah, they're gonna continue with the six for now, and two people are gonna just gonna, are gonna rotate in and out per box. So uh, so those were images of Unrivaled 13. Uh, Unrivaled 14, we just got the names. That's going to be Tony Storm, Billy Gunn, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, The Acclaimed, and uh, Ricky Starks. Well, I believe we'll have the uh, F- FTW. Yeah, yeah, that's confirmed. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Billy Gunn will be cool. I don't think he can do the Daddy Ash shirt, but uh, we'll see what he gets. This is Is this the first Keith Lee figure? I feel like we've had one before, no? No, no. Oh, dude. He had three peg warmers. He had... Oh, oh no, no, AEW, I mean, I, yes. Yeah, I mean yes, AEW. Correct. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, he had a ton of peg warmers, so I don't know how this figure is going to look any different. This might be the peg warmer of the set for me, because it's the that same was the Coles, name, That same... was the Cole special. Yeah. Coles would get, Coles, <laughs> that, those couple sets would not go away from any store. It was the 81, 82 or something like that. And it was the one with uh, the, the Street Profits and Nakamura and some and the Stunning Steve one. Yeah. Yeah. And then that one and the next one that it was, it was I think Finn was in the set. Finn, Jerry Lawler. Oh, yeah. Alexa or something like that. But uh, Keith Lee was 
at every Coles that there was. So I guess Coles just um, Coles. I I haven't been there in forever, but I don't think they got figures anymore. I don't know. It's just a hit or miss thing. I think it's yeah. just when they get them on, just get them kind of secondhand or you know leftovers. Uh, claimed the Billy Gunn for sure, and then Ricky Starks. Uh, after beating him, man, I want to keep getting his figures. So. So you're you're just picking and choosing with AEW figures, right? You're not completely. Yeah, I, I I think the goal was to do the first ten unrivaled, the first five unmatched, which I'm I think I'm like three figures short at this point of all of them. And then I'll just go going forward, just give me what I want. So I don't of what we've talked about so far, I don't know what anything is for chases. So we'll sell, we'll have to see there. Um they haven't they didn't really specify that at all. Um unmatched series nine. Uh, the names were announced. This is Alex Reynolds, who I know is a big figure guy, so I'm excited for him. Yeah, right finally, now. man. Yeah, yeah, excited about that for him. Finally, gets into a into a series. Moxley gets his 500th figure. Wheeler Yuta, Jamie Hader, Brian Danielson, Cesaro, and I saw Captain Insano, but is that the chase? Maybe did someone say that? I think it's. I think that he's going to be the chase. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be Paul White. You know, big scoop, Paul White, and uh, in a suit. Oh, I don't know about that. No, yeah, don't get too excited. Don't I know. Excited. I want. I'd love a freaking big show in a suit. That'd be great, man. Because and then, uh, yeah, Captain it's Captain Insano or or something that looks like it. So they've done a great job of getting their announcers. You get Taz. You get all the announced guys. You know now. I mean, if they get if they get a suited Paul White, that'd be that'd be amazing. I mean, gotta give them as much as I should on them a little bit, but. They've done a great job of getting their their like non in ring talent on. You know, how long until we see a Renee figure? Yeah, it's same as on the on the on the ma- the major the major live show on the uh, Jericho cruise. They they were like, just make a Mark Sterling ringside. Oh yeah, it would oh. sell. It would sell. Oh, you don't yeah. have you could do as big or small of a run as you want, and people are gonna buy it. So people buy the shit out of it. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, that's it for AW news. Uh, I'm gonna get those Pentagons. That's probably it for me. Uh, all the suited ones are probably gonna wait until the ringside Christmas sale again. I mean. The Bro- there's a Brody League coming out in suit. I probably want to get. There's a Malachi Black. If that Paul White is in the suit, I'll probably get that. But I'll probably wait on all of these until Christmas time. I mean, what's the, what's the motivation for me to buy them for for over retail when I can? You know, I don't think they're going to sell. You know what I mean? I, or like sell out at least. Oh, I agree. It's. You know? I mean, what? Nobody is, and after I, I hope they're gonna. Have, I hope the sales gonna be that crazy. I think a lot of people are gonna try to do that and wait for the sale this year, and see if you know. I wonder if it's gonna be that low again. What do you, of, of all these figures? What What do you think is gonna be like? Uh, blow people away? Gonna be the be like the figure of year? Like kind of most sought after? I'm surprised. Dude, if executed, it could be Brody. It could for sure be Brody. Um, In the suit. Yeah, I think. I think. Um, I'm sorry, no, Brody King. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Brody King, probably. And that Dan, that Dan House that I feel like is going to sell, man. It's going to really, it's going to move. Yeah. yeah. He's never had a real figure before. Um, super. Tight. I think all the Thunder Rosa stuff, I think she's just super, she's, she's just very. Uh, what is her deal? What is going on? We still have not, that's, <laughs> I feel like since we started this podcast, we still have not had Thunder Rosa wrestling. Yeah. I no idea. No idea. And I'm surprised I mean, they, I, I, they didn't do another blood and guts, too. No more blood and guts. Guys, I started the rumor. I thought she was pregnant, right? You did start that right? rumor, yeah. I did start that rumor. It was right before. It was in Baltimore Phil's birthday. There were some pictures of her that made that I just thought she looked like she was pregnant. 
Never say that to a woman or about a woman. Well, don't tell her I said it, dude. I won't tell her. I won't. Yeah. If I ever go to a autograph sign, dude, hey, dude, I think the acclaimed could be a killer killer set if they if they give them the right accessories. Yo, listen, you know, yeah, yo, listen, and if his headphones stay on, it that that set could be huge. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you make a Shawnee custom with his headphones. Yeah, you know, Shawnee is buying all loose headphones, guys. Yes, yes. All right, let's get into the news. Hastel Toy, uh, friend of the podcast. Now, we had him on the podcast last night. He's doing a wrestling convention in Ohio at his store, and yep. he has signed Matt Cardona to be there, and I think Hornswoggle is going to be there too. Oh, it's I, I'm going to call the lineup now. It is going to be Matt Cardona, Tatanka Hornswoggle, Carlito, Smoke Train, oh. uh, Mark Canterbury, and Dennis Knight. <laughs> You need Tatanka. You need fucking Tatanka. Yeah, Tatanka. yeah, Chris Chavis will be there. Yep. It's gonna it's gonna be April twenty second in uh at the Hartville Marketplace in Hartville, Ohio. I don't where where does the hotbed the hotbed where, where does Mitch take these guys out to dinner? Because you got you got if you get bringing eight guys and eight guys to a steakhouse is expensive. You going Longhorn? You going Texas Roadhouse? No, dude. By then he'll have all his outback points like all lined up. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a lot of a lot of fucking DMs about the about the steakhouse talk last week. People loved us talking about steakhouses. So. It's just not what I thought, man. I I dude, that I had fun that interview. It was fun, but man. when I I thought he was just gonna have like this, like oh man, there's like this secret steak place on you know on Long Island it's where I take the boys. But I was like, he better not be take really taking the chain. That was the only problem I had with. It. I was like, it, wait, wait, what? Like, I mean, I love a chain steak. I don't care. I, I like I I'm yeah, I grew up down on that for show it, but with I, my parents, you know. That's that I just, was I, we I'm, I'm not taking Kevin changed. Nash. I can't take Kevin Nash to it. To uh, uh, could you imagine taking a, Kevin Nash? Grill, no, 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 no. That's I guess that's the story is that he did. You know, he did take him. I don't. I don't know. I I'm like I said. I'm hoping like it's like uh, you know. I know he didn't go into Brooklyn and go to Luger's, but yeah. yeah. At least like a uh, like a Ruth Chris. Come on, give me at least a Ruth Chris. That's why when we have the Fig Cave Fest uh, in New York, guys, we're gonna we're gonna do a whole Peter Luger. Fig Cave uh, Fest is gonna be in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. You'll be able to rent tables and sit with your favorite podcast host. Yes, Jimmy's Jimmy's famous seafood Fig Cave Fest, twenty twenty seven, coming up. Uh, Junk Shop Dog signs an exclusive deal. He's been making those. Uh, the what are they? Not Safubi. 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 Oh. No, is it Safubi or is it the? Uh, yeah, is it Safubi? Yeah. Uh, right figures me or starts with, no, yeah, the, po- with the, New Popey, Japan, the Popey huge. figures the Popey Popey's, figures. yes yes so he's been making figures of you know former new japan figures now he's gonna be signing an exclusive deal with new japan to make their figures for their current superstars which is awesome he started off like one of these other guys hastel or zombie just making figures you know haphazardly here and there and now he's got a deal with a major company to make their figures for him, so which is freaking awesome. Good for him, man. That's that's really cool. What is he? He's in New. He's in Australia or New Zealand? Is that is that what it is? I think he's in he's Australia. Not? I've messaged him before about coming on the podcast, and he's always said just he doesn't want to do podcasts. So I don't know if are those guys don't like. And I've I tried to one guy that does like back backdrops or dioramas. And he was in England. And he just didn't want to come on the podcast because of his accent, which I was like, dude, nobody, you know, nobody 
cares like I, you know. everybody loves an accent man oh yeah we love i mean i love accents here in america like if i heard uh, like a british accent that's the best so uh but dude you, accents carry so much more weight when they say something <laughs> yeah yeah you could like if yeah. you were my doctor and you told me i was dying and you were british I'd, i would trust you a little bit more you know there's a team i was on the captain was was british and when he dude he would speak i was like dude this was this, was this a cheerleading team shh <laughs> Watch your no, mouth. Just, yes, asking, it was. It was. I'm just getting the backstory, man. I'm not yeah. shitting on no, you. No, it was. Whenever we whenever we performed, dude, the guy, uh, you know, we'd be at like the world championships, and the guy would um he was from yeah, England, and he would do our speech before I went out there. And I was like, I think I'm so much more fired up because like <laughs> you know, it's like an old war, it's you special. know. Special, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. Our buddy Zombie Toys, also friend of the podcast, his heels and faces lines. He's uh, kind of teased the road war the road warriors, and now we've seen some actual images of the prototypes. I guess coming later this year. Uh, these look freaking amazing, bro! Amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's it's hard, man. Because as I as I, I jump back in this world, like the first thing I collect when I start collecting again was the retros. I was like, oh, you know, and I and I have bought a couple of times. I was like, I'm gonna buy Hasbro's here and there if I get a good deal. If I'm at a show, I don't really need them to work. I just want them to stand. But then people like Zombie are like remaking certain people. It's like, cool, I never have to buy the old Hulk and Animal. I can just have a new, better version of them. So oh, these look so I mean, I love Hulk and Animal. The 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 Hasbro version is so like blah. Like the the spikes are like tiny. Like these look freaking yeah. great, dude. All right. Uh, so yeah, congrats to him. That's awesome. Uh, we got some Foco bobbleheads. I feel like Foco is putting out bobbleheads every single week. We got a Roddy Piper, a Rock, and a Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, I'm not keeping track of these. No, not for me. I'm not a bobblehead guy. I missed out on the Macho Man. I'm still kicking myself for that, but I don't want any of these. Uh, a bunch of new Foco, Fun, Funko Pops. Uh, the one I really want is the Walmart exclusive Cody Rhodes. I think it was a Rhea Ripley was in there. I forget the other ones, um, but uh, good to see some new Funkos. They all went up for pre-order on Amazon, except for the Cody Rhodes. Like I said, that's a Walmart exclusive. I'm going to grab that. And again, our buddy Mitch from Hastel Toy, Grapplers and Gimmicks, he showed some images of the Mark Marrow, Wildman Mark Marrow. So that'll be coming. Yeah, the early artwork, right? Yeah. Yep, early artwork for that. So uh, a lot of stuff in the works. I feel like we're seeing lots and lots of uh, pictures and drawings from all these companies. I want to see some new stuff, man. I want to get something in my hand. But uh, good, sh- good shit, dude. Um, yeah, it's all gonna come at once, dude. It's all gonna, yeah. They're all gonna ship like the same freaking week. Uh, are you ready for weekly purchases? Oh, also, uh, real quick. I guess Asylum. It's like the last few weeks where you could pre-order the. Oh, those. that's right. Good call. I just want to throw that out there. You didn't Rocky on, so. Yeah, good call. Yeah, uh, that is AsylumWrestlingStore.com. They have the Remco style figures: Scott Norton, Buff Bagwell, Legion of Doom, and Earl Hebner. Uh, those look freaking awesome. So get those uh, whenever you can. Pre-order those soon because you don't have much time. All right, uh, let's get into weekly purchases. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> dollar, dollar. All right, weekly purchases brought to you in part by Ringside Collectibles and Wrestling Collector Shop. Whoever wants to sponsor us first gets the uh, 
the advertising bucks there. Uh, I got a lot of stuff here, Nikki boy. A lot of stuff. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll do the halftime show. You start. I only got a couple. It was light only week. Only a couple. Only a couple. Only a couple. Okay. I did a little trade ski with our buddy Dan DeSena. He is in our Facebook group, which you can join, part of the Run-In Podcast Patreon. It's a dollar per month, guys, $12 a year to buy, sell, and trade with a group of legit collectors that are not scalpers, uh, can help you out. You can post in there, hey, I'm looking for this Superstars Scott Hall figure, and somebody is bound to have it. I traded him four G.I. Joe classified figures. I had a bunch of uh, of the bats. I don't know if you know what those are, but they're like the uh, the robot yeah, robot The soldier. interchangeable hands, man. Yep, yep. So I had four of those extra. He was looking for one. I was like, bro, you can have all four of these. And he sent me a picture of like a bunch of elites. I said, dude, just send me any four of those you want to send me. Sorry, sorry, I'm so, making noise over here. No, you're good. So he sent me this Kyle O'Reilly. This is uh, Elite 80. Got that through the door. The May Young Collector's Edition. Got that through the door. Rick Rude SummerSlam through the door. Nice. I love that thing. And Stunning Steve Austin Elite 81, the Cole Special through the door. I'm going to keep the, the, the Rude and the Austin. The other two are going to go into our Hopper for giveaway stuff. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, I went to Hobby Lobby, and I bought a bunch of paint pens, baby. Sharpie paint pens were on sale, clearance for $0.99. Cents. Got to get a deal. I bought 16 of these. Did I bought 16. Did you really? Nice. I bought yeah. My wife was like, why did you buy nine of these? I was like, because they were $0.99, cents, so I had to buy more than one. That's that's how it goes when you're uh, addicted to buying things. But uh, I've been getting more and more of these autographs, so I figured, hey, why not? I got a bunch of – I asked our buddy Mike Lanham what colors to get. He said white, yellow, blue, like kind of the colors that pop. So that's the ones I got. So uh, I got every color. Every, every color, color. Every color. Except I, want, I was going to buy a bunch of white and silvers, but there was only one white, so I bought a couple extra silvers. That's oh, yeah. It. I had to get a couple whites. But I, but I got the rainbow. Dude, I'm trying to see if I can find the original BAT in my Ziploc bag of G.I. Joe's. Oh, dude. Did you get those from the parents' house? Yes. Nice. What do we got? I got a Captain Power in here. I got Nitro and Thunder from the Gladiators. We got a... Wow, lots. Oh, these are great, man. These are the best. I got Barbecue down here, Spirit, One Storm Shadow. I got, yeah. a, I got a couple figure defenders from my buddy Darius. We finally met up. I had a bunch of figures I had gotten for him. He did a ringside order and bought me two of these. I'm sending this Ken Shamrock tomorrow out to High Spots to get signed. Sign boy, there. he's going to be at the bit. Yeah, he's. I was going to send it in, but he's going to be at the big event. The one I just bought my ticket yesterday, the one up in Queens in uh next month. I got this beautiful, giant, this giant Mattel Creations Attitude Era ring with the cane figure. I know you sold the ring already. I might sell this ring. I, I'm curious, you know what? I'm, I'm while, while, while you're uh listing off, I want to see if I could find what how much it's going for right now. Oh, please do. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to sell it to my wife. She's like, you're not going to just give it to Nash? And I was, I felt like an asshole. Like, I was like, I guess, I guess I can, you know? No, uh, I, we'll, we'll get him. We'll, his, we'll get his, him. His up. ring is like, there's like one of the ropes that is like hanging on by like a thread that he's had for quite a while. Um, Do people think I lowballed? I lowballed only, I sold mine for 110 plus shipping. 
Yeah. That's you know, the, that that covered a good chunk of it, but people in here got this thing listed for one sixty, no figure. Like it, you could buy it for that much on the site. Like, is it still up there? I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, is it still on Mattel Creations? Is what I'm asking. Yeah, I see. I see your eyes move. It looks like you're you're, you're pulling it up. Yeah, you saw my you saw my eyes move. So you so you stare so you stare at the stare at the screen. Yeah, I'm always staring at the screen when we do the show. But I mean, yes, I am looking. Shit, I blew it, man. 165 free shipping, no cane figure. When was that sold? What day was that? 110, 110 plus shipping. Uh, 110. Why did they just buy the fucking thing for 140? 200 un unopened, sold out. It is not sold out. It's on there, right? Uh, it's on there right now. 140, still here. What the? F so it's the last two retro sets. It's a pre-order though. You won't get it till May. Yeah, but so is ours. No, I just I got it off there, and I I already got it in the mail. No, I know, but it said pre-order. It said this will ship on or before May something. Yeah, but now maybe they. Uh, that's true. That is true. I don't know. Um, they still have the the Hulk Hogan and Terry Funk on here. Not sold out. Yeah, I I think they may have just overshot on that one. But you know what? If someone wants to get it now, I now wish I had a bot too. You know. <laughs> So I've been, I've been rushing to pre-order all this stuff, and, and I don't I don't blame myself for doing it. But the last two retros are up here. This cane ring and the Coliseum collection are still up on this. So what what does that tell you about things? Not are they're either making a lot more. They're making more. They're I think they're making, making more. I think that's what they they kind of alluded to. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's smart if they are, and they're going to sell more. At least eventually, all sell out, or they'll send them over to ringside. You know. But. uh um, let me see. Let me look at my notes. What else I got? A bunch of bunch of shit. A bunch Damn! Of I can't believe somebody shit. sold it for one sixty five. Shit, man! I blew it. I got the Greg Valentine Legends figure. So now I need just two more Legends figures to be uh, complete. I need the Undertaker and the Million Dollar Man. Uh, I got the retro ring from a uh, fan of the podcast, Nick Thompson. I don't know if you're. Oh, that nerd! Before. What a mark! What a mark. <laughs> you said that to me. Thank you so much. I needed that. I had, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. I had 11 or 12 of those fucking rings that I had bought from Kmart for $10, $5, and slowly sold all of them and didn't think maybe I should just keep one. So now I had to buy this one from you because I'm a fucking moron. What's funny is I was trying to think of the, the different prices I gave you for that before. And, you know, this guy made me a host of the pod. Host of the pod just to get a just to get a brother deal. We have talked about that ring since probably yeah. since I first met you. Um, well, no, that that was one of the last things I posted. I think it was like that He Man ring, maybe AEW ring. I was like, I put them all in. I cross posted it like Fig Cave and Major Pod, and I got like three hits on all of it, uh, or three likes. Like nobody hit me up. It's like, dude, these are great prices for for the any of these rings. And I just realized I get buried by the algorithm, especially in the major pod group. That it's like, 100%. I'm not, I'm not doing fucking posts anymore. I'm done with this. Uh, last thing of the week, and this is probably my favorite thing, I, even though that retro ring is a close second. Uh, my buddy, friend of the podcast as well, Virtual Suplex at Virtual Suplex had these two build a figure pieces. He said, "Hey, I'm opening these figures. Do you want the torso for the Doc and the tor torso for the Jimmy Hart?" I'll just send them to you if no charge. I was like, yeah, dude, I'll I'll take them. Like, I'm sure I'll make some customs or something out of it. He sent this to me, plus this pile of stuff. These are Coliseum Collection pogs of of new generation Bret Hart and Diesel 
two sheets of those. Okay. Nice. Do not disturb Coliseum Collection Razor Ramon like door hanger to put on your door so your mom doesn't walk in on you masturbating to Sonny. Um, NWO stickers, WCW stickers, all kind. Like, look at this. How how many sheets of stickers am I holding here? What are those? All repros? It's got no, be, right? no. Are these they're... are all original to fucking WCW. These are all dated ninety six, ninety eight, ninety six. Forty fucking sheets of of stickers. Wow. Insane. I was like, dude. He's like, yeah. We had talked about it a long time ago. I remember him saying something about he had stuff to send me, like when he was on the podcast probably a year ago, two years ago. So he sent it to me. I was like, dude. I gotta send you money for this shit. This is amazing, and I pulled out the matcha, the uh, the Hulk Hogan stuff, and I I just messaged Lapuma. Um, I was like, dude, what's your address? You want some of these? He's like, yeah, I'll take them. I was like, what do you what do you want? I was yeah. like, Dude, I'm just gonna send them to you. I didn't pay for yeah. them, so they're just coming to you. So it was like two or three sheets that were just all Hulk Hogan centric that I sent over to him. Um, and I think that that was it. I, well, he's just gonna have to buy you a drink in person if we ever go to Jimmy's again. It when we not that's for Fig Cave Fest. Yeah, Fit K Fest. Fit K Fest sounds so good. Like it should be a real thing, right? Fit K Fest. Jesus, yes. that sounds good. Um, well, and... let's get the shorts printed. Let's get those first. Let's yes. let's with like a date and like a bunch of names on it. We'll just put Cardona's name name on it. <laughs> <laughs> See what he says. Um, Billy Gunn Legend was signed uh, last weekend up in Z- uh, Zombies Hideout up in uh, Massachusetts by our buddy Tom from the Running Podcast. He's going to send that down to me. So now two Legends figure signs, soon to be three with the with the Shamrock, and I'm hoping to get more done. You have Jake or no? I do have Jake, and I have... Okay. Um, you have a Jake Legends, though, right? Jake Legends. Okay. And I, yeah, and I have the Billy Legends. Hoping to get Tatanka done soon. Hoping to get uh, Shamrock done. Yeah. We, we probably should have done DDP for that kayfabe signing. If you... I fucked up with that. I did, but he no, but he does he does a lot. He does. A oh lot. yeah, yeah he does a lot. And so, does, so. so does Kane. Kane. Kane does. Too. Yeah, I was talking about a possible trade key for that. So, yep. Um, oh yeah, Kane. If I if I get well, Kane especially he's coming to the, that Pandora's closet or Pandora's box. So, sorry, Pandora's closet. Pandora's box. What is Pandora's closet? That sounds like a sex shop. It's another place there. So they sell other stuff. <laughs> Um, Play Doh's uh, closet is a store around here that that buys like you know old clothes or something. Consignment, yeah, yeah, we have we have those up here too. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, maybe that's what the confusion was. All right, what do you got? That wasn't that wasn't halftime. That was the whole show. Now it's now it's. Know, Sky. Yeah. Uh dude, this was a light light week. I got a um, uh, friend of the friend of the program, Johnny Cisco. Him and his wife Diana did a very long whatnot stream. I was in there for like, that. That was almost fun. ninety items. Yeah, that was real fun. Um. There was some suited figure you you bid on, and I was like, "Shit, I'm not gonna go. I don't want to go against Phil, but I want this. I want what this." What was that? Fuck, I did bid on it, but I, then I I like had to put the, all these whatnot streams are right when I, my kid needs to go to bed. I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, I forget what mine was. was. I, I was driving like from like you know ten minutes away, like CBS Walgreens, picking up something, and God. I like had the shittiest service in between. But I did. I bought the the NXT Finn. It was like eighteen bucks. It's a, a great figure. That's a great figure. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I already own it, but, you know, whatever. Oh, boy. And then, just because I was getting the, the cheap shipping, I bought uh, Mitch the Potted Plant. <laughs> what? From the Jericho, D, uh, Jericho John, uh, Dean Ambrose feud. Remember, they, remember the Potted yes, Plant? Yes, but they made like a... like a. I think they said it came in, in like a, a, loot, a WWE loot crate or something like that. Wow. Nice. I was like, that is so dumb that at that point the shipping was nothing on it, you know, to add. I was like, yeah, I'll buy that for five bucks. Oh, that's awesome. Um, 
And then I used another one of my $25 vouchers from Weston Collector Shop, and I bought Chelsea's um, new Bendy signed by, you know, because now that she's back with WWE, we're not going to get another signing anytime. You're going to no, have to buy no. it through his, through his whatnot stream, yep. and it's going to cost a fortune. But, dude, if you're listening, not that I don't want you guys to support the major pod, right? But the whatnot stream, this figure was went for like $135. Why? It's fifty five dollars on the website, guys. It's fi- fifty five. Signed, both signed. Signed, fifty five dollars signed on the website, and just because people want to buy stuff on their whatnot stream, like, hey, come man, on, I can't knock the hustle as much as. No, no, it's not. That's not on them. That's that's uninformed fans. That, yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Because they can't control the bidding. You know, they they just put stuff up there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They, and that was a that was a running thing in the in Cisco's whatnot stream. So guys, like, I don't like the major pod. It's like he, Johnny's like you might be in the wrong uh, stream right now if, <laughs> yeah, if that's the yeah, case. Yeah, but he was all mad because I didn't say, "Hey, it's Nick." I just bought stuff, and then he was like, "Dude, you didn't say hi to us." He was like, "Dude, you had a lot going on, man. Like, you don't need to stop and say hi to me." Like, yeah, no shit. We we hang on we hang on person. Dude. It's fun. Um, yeah, he, he always steals high noons out of my pocket because I always sneak a high noon in somewhere, and he's always like, "Hey, where is it?" <laughs> what else? What else? I had something else I wanted to talk about that I was. Uh... Getting. Oh, and I bought the live. I bought the live merch from last week, like a little little uh, magnet keychain pack. Oh, uh, okay, nice. Yeah, some of the leftovers, just because I had such FOMO about not going. Website you know. or from a person? No, major pod merch. Yeah, I, I wish I got that magnet though. I wanted the magnet. It was only like five bucks, but dude, I think somebody got it. But... Oh, one hundred twenty-five dollars that Benny went for because I screenshot it, sent it to Tommy. Like, what the hell is wow. going on? Insane. Dude. Also, stay out of Sapienza's DMs, dude. You're not going to get that Cody set, that suited oh, Cody. Come on, all right? I found you a freaking chase, man. I need, I need it. I need it. I need to stay complete, man. I know you do. You can. You can have it. I want it loose. Zach, anyway, Zach, so. we need a graphic of of Tommy and Vince McMahon like to, like holding it above me and Phil. What do you? What do you screenshot my DMs to you? That's, that's What's that? No, no, because I asked. He, dude, this guy found some more uh, chases this week. Uh, he's the chase whisperer. I was like, bro, you know, if you find that Cody, like, you know that I'm, I just, you know, what I, Damon Price. It's the same thing we both said, yeah. He's yeah. He goes, he goes, dude, it's gonna be the fig game. The fig game host is fighting over this figure. Just throw it in the air, see who wrestles yeah. for it first. Yeah. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Um, uh, my kid's birthday is coming up. This is, this is what sucks. My kid wants like a big birthday, and I want to do a big birthday. We always do like something small. We do like three different things you'll have like friends come over or family come over one day one day blah 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 but now we're gonna do it like at uh uh i think we're gonna book a laser tag place for him and we're gonna he's gonna invite like 20 friends i know they're gonna all ask me what he wants but i have like 25 wrestling figures like waiting for him in the in the closet yeah. like so like he's like yeah well, so what do they get so what exactly what, yeah. yeah like what do i fucking tell them to get like what like what's the going rate for like what you spend on a uh, your like Nash's friend's birthday? What's the going rate that you spend or that you think for one like a gift for one of his friends? Yeah, for a gift. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I like the kid, thirty. If I don't like the kid, twenty. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, it also, you know, like, I mean, times have changed, but it was like I think it was like ten bucks, like when I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also like if I find like two small things that are like you know, it just depends like. I mean, if it's a kid that likes wrestling, I'll spend more, you know. But if it's like some, of course, cards, yeah, you know, like Pokemon cards or some bullshit, uh, that's what every kid wants now. Um, but yeah, so uh, what, oh, fuck, I was gonna. Say he that. needs gift gift cards to Attorney of Dreams. Yeah, that's yeah, what he needs exactly. That's 
Yeah. I mean, he didn't even know what he wanted. He was like, I asked him today. I was like, what do you want for birthday? He's like, oh, I don't know. You know, wrestling figures. It's like, okay, whatever. He does want, he does want, um, he's getting big into like sports games. He wants Madden 2023, which I already have for him. But it doesn't have it doesn't come on the switch. But I got. Does he collect? PS4. Does he does he have any ultimates yet or no? Uh, he got a, a Jeff Hardy ultimate. No, but nothing else. No, he just wants. Dude, to- flip that flip that ring and buy another set and give him the cane figure. Give him the cane. No, flip flip your ring. Yeah, and then buy another whole set. Why? What? So he has a new ring. Oh, oh, just- because you're gonna make a fortune selling that ring. Oh, just sell it for like one ten, and then just get another. Yeah, one ten, one twenty. Yeah, I don't know. Do the math. You do the math. Yeah, I think they're, um, they're going to keep coming out with rings. Oh yeah, now well now that we built the the, the molds, that's now that we paid for the molds when we did the attitude era ring. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Basically, there you know there'll be a ruthless aggression ring. Every every type of every type of a gold. I mean, golden era. When are we doing golden era? I mean, you know they're gonna go back in time to that. You know, well, were they ever gonna do ultimate w, WCW ultimates? Like, I'll do a nitro ring. I'll oh, do it. Yeah, yeah, Club La Vila. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'll let it float in my parents' pool just to do it. Yeah, man, easy. Um, have a Nash and Horton Aloha shirt. I'll take it. Don't have a guest scheduled for next week, but we do. We do have a giveaway to give away for a giveaway to give away. I just said that. Okay, a giveaway to give. That's the inception of giveaways. Giveaway to giveaway. Let me pull up the tweet here. While he's pulling it up, if you owe uh, if you owe Kenny figures from the Royal Rumble contest, send them. Oh, also, I, I got to plug our buddies, J&J Figures, jjfigures.com. They have a new website. They have an awesome whatnot stream. They're working on us with uh, some giveaways for the next coming weeks. Yeah, guys, I hope you're following them. They, they post, like, they're doing, like, one crazy figure deal a day like you know very generous deal on their site yes. yeah so it's really just whoever gets to it first yep. but all right so we we gave away a figure last week the guy wasn't following us we found somebody else i felt bad a lot of people tweeted that guy yeah and well he, they did what we asked i mean it was our fault we, we, we yeah it was our fault we said that we sent the troops and and he was a guy who was on the podcast before he was you know he was like shocked that he wasn't following us but Let's see if we can get someone here who is. It seemed like he took it in stride. He, he like, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, yeah. He understood. Uh, okay, let's do Ricky Martinez. What? Ricky at Ricky Ricky T O N at Ricky Ricky. Dude, did he? No, he won something. He didn't claim it, right? Didn't he win? I think he won the Omaga, and then he didn't claim it. Ricky Ricky. I think so. Oh, okay. Maybe no. no. So so he's got he's got his up with his address. He gets one more chance. Yeah. Was yeah, ever, no one ever claimed that Umaga. You still no, no one ever claimed it. I'd have sold the Darius anyway. Oh, you sold it already? Okay, well, well, no, Darius. Like it, it was a couple weeks, and then nobody yeah. wanted. Yeah, mean, no, that, I don't blame you. Where it was? All right, Ricky then, Martinez, uh, Ricky Ricky Ton. If so, if you want to, you can tweet Ricky and tell him that he won. But yeah. I'd rather him actually listen to the podcast. But Ricky Ricky T O N, you won. I, I know. I love when Tom gets the Tom gets the he screenshots and people are like, hey. What part of the pod should listen to see if I won the giveaway? If you listen, if you're listening to the no, you're probably not listening. To, so this doesn't apply to anybody listening. But if someone ever tweets me and asks what part of the podcast is the giveaway, I'm gonna not only block them, I'll find their address and and stick my finger in their mom's asshole or something. 
That's a little. That's a little extreme. But I'll do. That's, wow. I'll do something. I'll do something because that is the most disrespectful. We're going to give you something for free. You can't even listen to an hour of <laughs> what us. What part should I listen to? What God forbid should... I make you listen to us talk about wrestling figures for an hour. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. No guests next week as of right now. We 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 have a couple people. I, I would like to get Brian Myers on strictly as the owner of the Bendups. I just want him to be. Now that we have all these, you know, we'll ask him, obviously ask him some other questions, but I want Brian Myers on the pod. I'm going to say it right here. I want Brian Myers <laughs> on the podcast. You know, I'll I'll keep sending him high noons until he comes on. I don't care. Yeah, how many high noons is it take? How many high noons will it take to get you on the podcast? That's the question. I have to go to the warehouse and find some high noon swag and send it to him. I need, I, dude, I need a cooler for the summer. That's what I need. I need... All the coolers we have are like dummy dummy coolers that have the bottom cut out of them because you know we use them for like displays and stuff. So you know, know, yeah, they can't actually. They should do like an eight can, like an eight can um, cooler. Like, like remember remember that summer cooler? Couple summers, Coors Light was doing those. Yeah, it like fit a thirty pack exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That's the thing, dude. You buy silver the silver bullets, dude. People steal them. People think it's okay to steal silver bullets from you. It's not cool. No, it's not cool. Not I think cool. it's the most stolen beer at any party ever. Uh, no one's going to notice but take this Coors Light. Yeah. Oh, if you're bringing Coors Light to a party, I mean, you're asking for trouble, you know? So those are just. Dude, I, oh, dude, I definitely put like decoy beers on top and I've had like something really good underneath. But... Oh, yeah. You have to. You have to. Who the that. fuck brought yeah. Milwaukee's best? Beast? Uh, yeah, Beast <laughs> the Light. Beast, the Beast. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. As we get closer to WrestleMania here, I guess we're going to have some reveals from from Mattel, but probably not next week. I am, my local Target has seven or eight of the Bradshaw Legends that I'm waiting for them to go on sale. I keep going there and checking every three or four days. They won't go on sale. I want them for six bucks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was planning on going to that show in Indianapolis, the Squared Circle Expo, because they have, I think, who's there? I think Tatanka's there. I think Luger's there. I think Beefcake is there. There's a bunch of guys. I mean, I think MJF, you know, bigger names are MJF and, and Bret Hart are there. But, yeah. Um, but we'll Dude, see. you got to hop on the train when that when that one comes up up near us, if, if they keep filling that. Which one? The, what is the wrestling classic, the one that Tom has posted? I mean, he he's alluded to some other guys that are on it, but um, oh, who's, yeah. who's, what is it, Angle, Angle and the Ass Boys so far? Angle and the Ass Boys. That should be a bit. Angle Angle and the Ass Boys. That's a band name. Sounds like a a Sears sweatshirt. Ladies and gentlemen, Angle and the Ass Boys. (laughs) Wrestling classic. It's uh, where's that in Boston or where is that? No, Springfield. Springfield. Just north. Yeah. Hop on the train here. We'll get some pizza. We'll drive up there. Go to Sally's. Eh, It's not my favorite, but but if you want, really. yeah. I thought it was the best pizza place in the world. Dude, I don't. I after after Barstool gave us that gave it that crazy score. I went yeah. there. Zoe and I had just started dating, and I was like, hey, what do "You want to go to Sally's?" I said, "I've only been to Sally's like once or twice at this point." She's like, "Yeah." I got so sick, dude. So oh, sick. Really? I, I think they were Russian, man. They were getting hammered, and like I got bacon, and I I don't think it was cooked all the way. I think that's what happened. So, just one bad timing. Yeah. But I uh, I'm a big I I love Pappy's modern. They're all great, and there's a great place called uh, it's it's called Nolo now, but it used to be called Delegna. Mm. The guy had like three restaurants. He put them all under the pandemic. He put them all in the same roof, and nice. that's that's probably my last meal. 
Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a good call. I've heard nothing but good things about pizza up there. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Valentine's Day sale still going on on Ringside. Do you do anything for Valentine's Day? I'm, you're, you're. No, not- it's, it's this clown's. It's also her birthday, dude. What kind of selfish bullshit is that? Wait, wait, wait. This is Zoe's birthday? Is Valentine's Zoe's Day? Zoe's birthday is Valentine's Day. Can you imagine that? I have to, I have to get her two cards and then every gift. And this is not her. This is just me covering my own ass, you know, legally. Is I do two cards and then I have to distinguish if a birthday, if a gift is for her birthday or if it's her Valentine's Day. But yeah, I think it's a horseshit move on her part to be born on Valentine's it, Day. It is pretty rude. I mean, I would say that's yeah. pretty rude of her. But uh, yeah, I mean, then you don't have to worry about anything till Christmas. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. it helps a little. But yeah, no, I already got the cards. Those are all lined up. Other stuff's been ordered. So. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. And, then, and Dan. we do not. There's no way I'm going out for dinner, though. So. No, fuck that. That's the worst day to go out for dinner. No, Dan, dude, not on Valentine's Day. Dan from Turnquist Fig Belts, thank you for coming on. We'll do that giveaway on Instagram. We'll be back next week for a brand new episode. Go Eagles. Anything else to add before we get out of here, Nick Thompson? My man. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Scrub them good. Cut your fingernails. Be a DC movie. Scrub your ass and stay classy, folks. We'll talk to you soon. Wash your ass out there, boys. Wash your ass. Slide.